They say that the best way to spread the word about a podcast is word of mouth. Now, I am so encouraged that with this show, you're telling your friends, your family, even that nosy neighbor that looks at you with her binoculars. Yeah, right over there. Creepy. The other way to spread the word is to be on other people's shows. Recently, I was on the BS Detector. Now, this show is very different because a lot of podcasts, they always ask the same questions, such as, How did you get started? Who's your inspiration? What advice would you give to other writers? This one was different. However, the interview was very, very strange. Welcome to Earth Stories. My special guest on the show is the one and only York Campbell. He's the host of the audio fiction podcast, Welcome to Earth Stories. Some describe his show as part science fiction and part social commentary. I like to call it genius. York is originally from Jamaica. Currently, he lives in Ottawa, Canada. With all my guests, I like to ask the difficult questions, to journey to the core, to know what makes them tick. I'm Alicia Hawk, and this is The BS Detector. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so very much for having me on your show. I'm so excited to be on today. I realize your show is on an official break and you're preparing for season six. Well, as they say, no rest for the wicked. I'm a fan of audio dramas such as The Truth, Welcome to Night Vale, and others. Uh-huh, I see. But your show is more intimate and personal. Was it difficult to find your voice or did it come naturally? Well, you know what? It definitely did not come naturally. I mean, I struggled at the beginning. In fact, I created about, let's just say, 400 episodes. I see. 400 episodes until I finally figured out uh, the the type of voice or that I need for the show. Because I was all over the map. I was coming across it too much sort of like a, like a disc jockey. You know, those old school DJs on the radio. And then I was coming at it like way too serious, way too polished. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it took some time. And I think, I think it's important to, to figure out what kind of, what kind of style you want to do. And it, and it has to be, has to be natural. Out of a myriad of genres to choose from, why audio dramas? I can't think of another type of genre that would deliver the best of me. I think it's important to, to figure out something that, that you could do for the long run. So I, I thought about doing interview shows like, like yours. I mean, you're really good at what you do. And, and then I thought about doing some controversial shows, but I said, no, that's, that's just not for me. I, I'm a storyteller at heart. And so I like to do something that I could just enjoy going into the studio. I'd just be, be excited about. That makes sense why produce something your heart is not into. You're right. Sitting here and calling people out on their BS is what I love to do. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, you do it the best. Why, thank you. The best thing about your show is the social commentary at the end. What made you decide to go there? How I think about it is that there is a lot of shows within my genre. When you listen to the audio drama, 
It sounds great. The actors are good. Special effects and music is on point. But you don't really get into the mind of the of the writer, of the producer. I wanted to do something a little bit different. So I wanted you to get the full grasp of, of how I felt in that time. And that's what I like. I like watching the director's cut of certain movies so they so that we, the audience, the viewers, we could understand why they made it that way. And there's a story beyond the story. And so with my commentaries, you get to see why I made the episodes that I did. Even though I like the social commentary, I feel you don't go far enough. As an example, the episode Goldfish Suicide Letter. Dear owner, I jumped. I know it's obvious because you see my body lying outside of the fishbowl. Why, you may ask. This sudden leap of fate. This one meter dive to end my life. Should have tackled white supremacy and marginalization. You could have touched on climate change and the gender pay gap. Yeah, I know what you mean. Those are all hot button issues. But my show and that episode in particular was about a goldfish. It's not supposed to, to tackle marginalization and climate change and everything else. It's, it's a goldfish. I call BS on that. The goldfish in your story was a symbol of the marginalized. And 99 cents was the price when I was bought. Thank you. Come again. You hardly changed my water and fed me on time. So for days I will starve but still swim back and forth. It talked about the lived experiences of living at the bottom of the hierarchy. Oh, come on. Are, are, are you for real? The lived experience of a goldfish. I mean, you're probably. I mean, let's let's not take this too far. Some people they like to read into things a little bit too much. There was some serious undertones to that, but not to the point of what of what you're saying. You can't get away that easy because every story is a picture of reality. To go back to the goldfish episode, you assigned its gender. Why did you do that? I could have called my goldfish a he or a she. I mean, that's not really the point of the story. I, It's not the point at all. I don't buy it. I'm calling BS on that. Also, why are your stories so male-centric, such as this one? This is Steve, an average middle-aged specimen with an average-sized penis, living in a middle-class suburban home with a used Toyota in the driveway. What about strong female roles, or are you afraid to include them? I'm definitely there for strong female roles. I don't consider my stories to be male-centric. I do have a very strong female representation. I'm all about that. So I don't know why you're bringing up this sort of like this allegation. What about if you answer the damn question? I don't know where this attitude is coming from. I'm just giving you my opinions. No, I think you're the one with an attitude. All I want to know is where are the strong female representation? Have you even listened to my show? I mean, I've had on my show a lot of females. I mean, they are just incredible in their own merit. Oh, please. You need to do the work. You can make excuses, but that's all what they are, excuses. I'm not making excuses. I'm telling you. And why haven't you talked about capitalism, corporate greed, and food insecurity? Don't you have a heart? Oh, my goodness. Other shows tackle those things. I don't. All right, people listen to my show for, for, for different reasons. I do have a heart, 
You're making me seem like I'm a monster. So come on, Alicia. Don't, Alicia, me answer the frigging question. I'm trying to answer the questions. If you just give me a chance here, what I'm saying is that my show is not designed for all of that. I'm not the, uh, this is not the show to go into a whole bunch of controversial issues. I'm calling BS on that as well. You got a voice, you got a mic, and you need to use it. You're missing the point. I'm not missing anything. It's you that are blinded by your own self-worship. My own what? Wait a moment. Before you try to respond, here's a quick message from our friends at Militant Vegan. As you know, Militant Vegan has been supporting the BS detector from day one, and my family has been enjoying their fresh seaweed salad. Thanks, Mom. We love seaweed. Each package of fresh seaweed comes hermetically sealed to lock in the taste. Militant Vegan's same-day delivery service means you don't need to worry about what to feed your family. Get your first shipment free at AliciaBSDetector.com. Yay for seaweed. That's AliciaBSDetector.com. So, York, if I was running your show, I would focus on social justice. I don't tell you how to run your show, so please don't tell me how to run mine. Why? Because I'm a girl. Is that what you're implying? No, that's not what I'm saying. Let me tell you. I could run your show blindfolded with two arms tied behind my back and still do a better job than you. Ah, uh, you're flying off the handle now and you're taking things way too personal. What do you mean, don't take things personal? I'm an independent, intersectional woman, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, good for you. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. That's the problem with toxic masculinity. It seeps through everything. You're the one being toxic. No, let me speak. It's even prevalent on your podcast where women play a second fiddle. I contact strong, confident women all the time to be on my show. Why didn't you contact me? Call you? Yeah, me. I could have been in your show. I spent three years in acting school perfecting my skills and waiting for my turn to shine. Check this out. O Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Deny thy father and refuse thy name. Or if thou wilt not, be but sworn my love and I'll no longer be a Capulet. But this greedy capitalist regime is all about making money. Okay, you know what? I, I think we just need to, like, reset things here. Uh, I think we got off on a bad foot. I believe that you are very talented in what you do. I don't need your compliments so you can save your breath. And before you speak, this is a message for my loyal listeners. If you want to harness your intuition and determine the facts from the truth, then sign up to my online course, The BS Detector. With only three easy payments of $1,200, I'll teach you the fundamentals of being a human lie detector. If you sign up now, I'll give you a whopping 2% off the first installment. That's the BS Detector. For more details, visit my website, bsliedetector.com. As we are wrapping up, please tell my listeners your future plans for the show. Well, my future plans is to extend the family. I plan on putting other voices on as well on my, on my show and just just taking it further because I believe that there's a lot of stories out there that, that needs to be told. And people just need to have more of an opportunity to get on the microphone and to, and to spread the word. Stop your mansplaining. I know what you're talking about. I, I'm not trying to mansplain you. Well, York, thank you for being on The BS Detector. And my hope is you'll do the work and make positive changes to your show. This is Alicia Hawk. Signing off for the BS Detector.
if I knew that the BS detector's host was an AI, I wouldn't have gone through with the interview. Well, that's a, a little bit awkward. Let me know what you think. You could always get a hold of me on Twitter. My handle there is Poetic Earthling. Send me a DM. Also, if you're thinking about starting your own podcast, but you don't want to be boggled down with all the technical details. I can't figure this out. What goes where? And how do you plug this thing in? You could hire me. I've worked on a couple of different podcasts before. So let me know. We could have a discussion. We could figure out what type of podcast you would like to produce. Next time on the show is going to be back to our regularly scheduled program. This is just a little bit of a diversion. You take care of yourself and remember, be kind to each other. Be a good earthling. And I'll talk to you soon. Welcome to Earth Stories.